It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we've almost made it through the preseason. Are you ready for the regular season to start yet? I mean, obviously I'm ready. <laughs> I've been ready since, you know, training camp started and before. Uh, but yes, it, as we get closer, it, we can actually smell it in the air. Uh, and uh, our mouths kind of like a Pavlovian response start to, to water as we, we get closer to our, our first game. Yeah, we're recording this on a Tuesday. This show is going to come out on a Wednesday, which means... We're about eight days away from the first regular season game of the season. Wow. I, actually, I can't believe God, that's it. crazy, man. Isn't it? That's nuts. That's All right, so coming up on today's show, because the Cowboys have a preseason game on Thursday, uh, we're going to preview the, the game tomorrow. I, I'm not sure how much is, we really are going to need to preview considering uh, all the starters aren't going to play. Maybe even some of the backups are going to rest as well. But we will do that tomorrow. Today we are going to go over our 53-man roster. We're going to... We each have our own list. We're going to kind of hash out some of this, try to figure out a consensus 53-man roster. There's going to be fights. There's going to be debates. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Landon, we're going to start at quarterbacks. How many quarterbacks do you think the Cowboys are going to keep this year? I think it's going to be three. I mean, I keep waffling back and forth in this, and, and, and it may it may not definitely be three, but I think, you know, with the caveat that – you know, Mike White has still got to go out on Thursday and show us a little bit more. Uh, but I yes. think the fact that he's starting to take those steps, you know, and that, you know, he had a good week of practice before the game uh, on on sun- Sunday. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think that uh, it's it's one of those things where he's. It took him late into practice to kind of get to, or in the training camp to kind of get going. He's kind of going at this point now. Uh, if he continues in his trajectory, uh, I think he's going to, because of all the other things that we've talked about previously about him, you know, he's a draft pick, they like him a lot. I think all of that will make it difficult for him to be cut um, if he continues to play well. But that's, you know, a pretty strong caveat that he's got to play well. And I also think that it, it, it's sort of, you know, it, it's it's partially influenced by the fact that, that you know Cooper White I think didn't play fantastic. You know, I think the idea that it, I think if Cooper White was Rush, saw, gotcha. I mean, sorry, yes, Cooper White. Wow, I'm looking at I'm looking at the depth chart. Their names are right. right. Gotcha. Uh, Cooper if Cooper Rush had like played out of his mind and you know kind of you know completely solidified himself. And, and let me be clear, I, I think he is definitely the backup quarterback. I think a lot of what we saw on Sunday was. You know, a terrible circumstance for him, and a terrible you know place to be thrown out into. Uh, but I, I, you know, if all that being said, like you know, I think you still have to consider everything. And and I think uh, if Cooper had come out and, and just blown us away, 
and White had been awful, it would have been a lot easier, I think, for them to kind of just say, okay, well, this didn't work out. Uh, but then, you know, Cooper comes out, struggles a little bit. White comes in, you know, completes 10 straight passes. You know, he, he still had some of his struggles, but, I mean, again, he took a step. And so I think that's enough for them to need to take another a little bit of time to figure out whether they want him on the roster. All right, so I'm going to tentatively write down three quarterbacks there. I mean, I, th- I think this, this is one of the things where, you know, if somebody shows out in the preseason, maybe at defensive tackle or safety, maybe that's a spot that they decide they can cut down. I still think you can get Mike White on the practice squad. Um, but I think, I, I do believe the Cowboys ultimately are going to carry three quarterbacks. Let's go ahead and move on to running backs because this one is really fascinating. We've been kind of talking about this for the last few weeks. How many running backs do you have on your 53-man roster? And let's include fullback in that as well. Yeah, and I think that's important because I, I have four. And uh, because I, I consider uh, Oluwali That's kind of a new development be, for you because you probably and, have and, three and, most and, of the And season, actually, right? you know what? You know what? This is bad radio, but I'm, I'm now realizing why I was having such problems with this 53-man roster here, uh, Marcus, is because I still have Tavon listed as a running back. Ah, so that's why we were trying to figure out why my my roster doesn't why my roster wasn't matching up with my you know actual what I thought it would be, and it's because this was written before uh, any of the uh, OTAs or anything. This was all, all before training camp, so I saw Tavon listed as a running back. So I guess I should prep re say that I have three running backs, uh, uh, and uh, you know, with the idea of Wally being the third, and that the idea still. That Tavon and Olawali could together combine to give you third running back snaps if you needed them in a game. Um, but I, I am of the believer that you know, and I like both of these guys. Like mm-hmm. I like Bo and I like uh, Darius Jackson. It's uh, I think at this point it's it's more just that I need the spots and I don't necessarily have to have a third running back on this team. I think because of, like I said, with Odawali being able to carry the ball, Tavon Austin to be able to give you some carries as a running back as well. Um, I think that makes it a lot more, you know, manageable to go into. And, and if you're not going to keep a running back on your active game day roster, I don't, I don't think that either one of these two guys are necessarily worth making the 53 man roster and not, you know, and not being active. So I, I think that uh, if something were to happen in the game, you, you'd have Olawale, you'd have Tavon Austin to kind of help you out. And then after that, you could sign a guy off the street. And I think, you know, that's, you might as well take advantage of the opportunity to be able to sign running backs off the street. Right. Um, and, and, you know, and so I think that's what, that's what hope, I don't know if they'll definitely do that, but I think that w- is a likely uh, scenario that they could. And I think, you know, keeping one of those other guys, it's not the end of the world. I just think that this could be a really easy way to save a spot and save a spot for somebody else down the road. Yeah, I could make a pretty good case for Darius Jackson this preseason to, for, to, to have a spot on the roster. But like you mentioned, with Zeke, Rod Smith, Olawali, and Tavon, who can do some running back things for you, that probably is a spot where you can save one or potentially two spots. Uh, you mentioned about grabbing guys off the street. The good thing here is both Darius Jackson and Bo Scarborough are practice squad eligible. So if you decide to cut both and one doesn't make it through waivers and the other does, you're okay there. I, I think they would be perfectly fine with either the, one of those guys in the practice squad uh, who they could call right up 
you know, if Zeke went down or anything like that. So we're going yeah. ahead. We're going to go ahead and assume that they have three quarterbacks, three running backs, and that includes the fullback. Let's move on to receiver. That's, this is going to be a tricky one. Stephen Jones in last week said that the Cowboys could keep more than five or six receivers this year. I'm not sure that's the case. Uh, I still think six is probably the most uh, when you look at who they have on the roster, maybe some of the other decisions they have to make. Who are the five or six guys that you have here for the Cowboys? Uh, well, I now have to – I'm now quickly trying to adjust my uh, my uh, my well, roster. Let's, go, let's do it this way. Let's, let's think about who's but, unlocked but to I, make this team. Yeah, I mean Cole I think – Cole Beasley, right? I think the conversation is the same no matter what my number is. I mean, okay. I, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, you know, look, the, Cole Beasley, Alan Hearns, uh, Gallup. I, I, I think that uh, Thompson is a uh, is a lock at this point. Tavon, uh, uh, Tavon, I think is a lock. I, I think William. Uh, I'm sorry, not Thompson. I think Williams is a lock, and that Tavon is likely to me. I mean, not Tavon. Uh, Thompson Yonta. is likely to make the team. Yeah. Uh, Tavon Austin is definitely a lock. Um, so we have five that are locked between Beasley, Williams, Hearns, uh, Austin, Gallup. That's I, I think I think Brown gets. I think Brown gets. Uh, Brown gets IR or something. You know, I mean, he's basically been unable to you know practice right. this whole time. So, uh, I mean, the, the question becomes Lance Lenore. I mean, that's that's basically what the debate comes down to, um, and. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be the toughest cut of the team. I mean, I, I, you know, previously to literally before we got on the air, <laughs> I had Lance Lenore on the team. Um, and, you know, now I've moved Tavon over there and I've got seven wide receivers now as opposed to six. I mean, I'm still okay with it. You know, like, I, I still think... Uh, I think I, you should you know, go six. I, I, I really I, think when you I, I look at the everyone, rest of your roster, especially with some of the injuries that you have on the offensive line and in the secondary, that you might need to go deeper at that, those spots. I think. But Lance, see, I don't. I don't see the wisdom in that. That's the let's let, let's talk about that because there's to me there's no wisdom in adding. Like, what's the benefit of adding a guy on the offensive line that is no better or no worse than anybody that's on the street? I'm more talking about safety because that's the spot where you have, you know, you have one guy in Xavier Woods who's going to be out week one. Uh, Kavon Frazier, they think is going to be ready for week one, but he's at least hurt. I mean, after those two guys, you really don't have anybody you feel really comfortable with. I would be more comfortable grabbing a guy, you know, via trade or waiver, you know, on Saturday. If you're not trading for Earl Thomas or a starter, then I, I don't have any interest in trading for a guy to get me through week one. Like I, I hate those kind of moves because okay, but I, if it's like, if it's like a pick swap in round six and seven, that's, that's nothing. Like if you're moving 20 spots, yeah, at the bottom and, of the and round, it's fine. And, and, you're, and you're going to get nothing. Like, that's my point is that like, you're going to get like a guy that, okay. Like maybe is, was the, a little bit better than what's going to be on the waiver wire. So you're talking about your fourth safety again, like, you know, maybe, He's going to give you some snaps week one, and that's and that's fine. But I, I, I'm not like you know. I just think that I, I have four safeties on my team, but I don't have a name for the fourth safety. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, so I, I don't know whether it's a trade or if it's a uh, uh, 
uh, what if it's a, a pickup? But but the point my, my point is is that I'm not going long at safety because of a, a week one injury. Like I, I will find a guy that can you know give me the snaps week one to get us through the game. Uh, a guy that I, I would want to keep beyond just week one to be my fourth safety. So a guy that is going to also be willing to play special teams, you know. Uh, but outside of that, like I'm not carrying an extra safety or an extra offensive lineman uh, as of right now because we still don't know. You know, we still don't know what's going on with Frederick. You know, that's the other thing. We're getting into the offensive line, but at, at this point, I'm cutting based on talent and what I know is available. You know, so when I when I get more information, I guess we could we could talk about that. But I, I know other people have been talking about carrying nine offensive linemen because of I don't know, like injury. I guess, I, which I mean, still to me, like it seems like panic to me. So I, I think to me, like I, unless we in, until we hear that Fredbeard is out, like for sure, that I'm not necessarily adding an extra body to my offensive lineman. And even then, I don't know that I am. So uh, that's my whole take on like going long at positions that hurt. I, I'm keeping talent and it's and trying to figure out a way to survive the temporary injury situation, just like I'm doing during the regular season. All right, so let's recap receiver real quick. We yeah. have Locks S, Cole Beasley, Terrence Williams, Alan Hearns, Tavon Austin, Gap. That's five. We think they'll probably keep six, right? I know you have seven. I'm going to guess they keep six. I think they'd be crazy to keep less than six. I would I mean, agree. That's I, why I think, I think, they they, I think six, six is probably the right yeah. number. So that, I, then I, I'm not going to kill them. Yeah, I'm not going to kill them if they cut Lance Lenore. I get it. Like It's it's a numbers game. It's just I think it'll be a tough a tough cut. If they sure. do it, I get it. Like I mean, I totally get it, but I also think that I'm not willy-nilly not keeping a seven wide receivers when Lance Lenore has come out here and maybe more than anybody in practice, period, like practiced as well as anybody at training camp. I mean, like just regardless of, you know, like expectations or whatever, Lance Lenore has been one of the best players practicing out there. I'm not going to cut him just because of uh, fear that I need to sign extra, you know, street free agent quality depth. Like I'll just get that guy on the street when I need him and move somebody right. off. So, uh, what, so, so it's yeah. The, the the question with wide receiver becomes like Salon, basically, right? Or Deontay Thompson because that yeah, was one, I of mean, the other I, group, one of the uh, other yeah. guys we didn't mention. So Deontay Thompson versus Lance Lenore versus whoever else is out on the street. I, but re- real quick, you, did you and I both agree that I think Thompson is like more likely to make the team than Lenore, right? Yes, but <laughs> my reasoning isn't because I think he outplayed him. Because I actually think, from everything that we've heard, oh yeah, no, he hasn't. No, I think it's it's because of he of Sanjay Law loves him, and I think his special teams value. Like that's that's the only reason I think Thompson and, would make it over Lenore. And they gave him guaranteed money this offseason. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah, that, that that'll okay. factor too. All right, uh, we're gonna talk about tight ends in a second, but let's pause so I can tell you guys about my bookie. Since we've started this podcast, people always ask us for our advice. Usually, it's about what team to bet on. The truth is, we don't always know who's going to win. But uh, we, when we do bet, we go to my bookie. Remember, when you're betting, it's just important, just as important uh, as who you're betting with, as where you're betting at. Uh, that's why I always tell people to make their way to my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They've been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me in the past. 
And that's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each week. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Just use promo code Locked On to activate that pro- that offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie, and don't forget to use the promo code Locked On when creating your account to claim the bonus. All right, let's talk about tight end. This is again another spot where it's are they going to keep three? Are they going to keep four? What do you think, Landon? I'm keeping four. Yes, you did it. Uh, I, you know, I, I just think the here, the issue is is that you need receiving, uh, like you have a, a a good group of wide receivers that I think are are going to be where you need them to be when you need them to be, and I think it, what where you're still you know unsure of are the uh, mismatch-type players, right? Sure. And, and obviously, Gaither, uh, Rico is that guy. I mean, Rico can provide that to a certain degree. The question has always been about, you know, what else can he do for you? Can he do enough, and is he good enough at that to earn a spot on the team? Um, I, I don't know that he's... I don't know that he's there yet. But that, but I think also have come to realize that I don't know that that's the the question, the only question, because I think that, that I think that he you need to keep him on the team in order to kind of continue to develop him, uh, and I think he's close enough that you know he could provide you something early in some way as long as you can keep working on him. And as long as he keeps you know getting better. I think that's the key part. He has uh, an athleticism that's that's hard to to mimic, and I think until then. Swaim, Jarwin, and Schultz can handle the, the deal. I agree. Um, I, again, that's the only guy that they're going to be debating there is Rico. Um, it's not going to be Schultz. They're not going to cut a fourth-round pick who they like his upside and who they think could potentially become their tight end one long-term. Um, yeah, they, that's, it's really if whether or not they decide to keep Rico. So let's kind of recap. Three quarterbacks, three running backs, six wide receivers, four tight ends. Let's finish up the offensive line. I've got the Cowboys keeping nine offensive linemen. What do you have? I have eight um, because uh, you know we for a lot of the reasons we discussed earlier. I just I don't see the the uh, benefits of keeping an extra offensive lineman because of injury. Unless you know we hear something long term about Fred Beard, but even then, I don't know that. I mean, if they IR him with the idea that he's not going back, yeah, well, I they, think they have he, they have to keep. Uh, an extra one there because they have to have Frederick on their opening day roster in order to IR. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of don't think that they are going to IR him, but that's just me. So I, 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 I it's just hard for me to I, believe they're going to go into the first preseason game with only seven eligible offensive linemen, and that's regular, regular season game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, why? Just because Tyron's been dealing with a hamstring and Zach Martin is dealing with his knee. Now, does that? I don't think that that means that they're going to come out of the game, but just because you do have some guys who have been nicked up. I mean, that's so, – here's my mindset with week one, man, is that, like, imagine it was week five. 
I still think you want you want to bring in eight guys to the game, or at least have eight healthy guys, and then decide who you want to activate. I mean, I think that they, you know, I think it's likely that they they only make seven offensive linemen active game day anyway. So I, I don't know, like you know, I think that like there's a good chance that if they go and sign another guy to be their swing backup guy, that uh, you know, like it, it, like once. Looney is if Looney's starting, that they if, if they sign another swing backup guy, that he'll be active. Fleming will be the other active guy, and then Edwards will be inactive. Right, and I was uh, going to mention that. So our our five is the starting up five offensive linemen: Smith, Martin, Collins, uh, Looney, and then obviously Travis Frederick. Um, and then your backups are Cam Fleming and Kadeem Edwards. Is that right for eight? Yeah, I got uh, yeah Fleming and Edwards as my backup guys. I yeah, mean, not I, yeah. If Chaz Green makes this team, that's got to be the greatest Ponder scheme ever. I don't know how he does, does it, but we'll see. Um, well, because because you've seen what other offensive tackles are out there in the league. I mean, it's I, not it's, like it's that that much better out there. Not no, every it, team is going to tie Niski as their backup offensive tackle. You know, it's it's. But there's got to be guys out there that are at least at the same level, if not slightly better. There's got to be. I mean. Yeah, there there are other guys who are at the sli- same level or slightly below or slightly above. But I mean, that's my point is that like, as much as we disparage Green, you, you, we act like you know he's somewhere like deep, deep beneath average of the of the street free agent offensive tackle. And the the truth of the matter is, he is not. Like he is about what you should expect for a street free agent offensive tackle. I mean, you know, except except I think you know he his you know, it's it'll be different because he's hot and cold. That's his thing, right? Is that you can't tell whether he's going to be hot or cold. Uh, the other guy just may be barely above cold all the time, you know. Right. But at least he's consistent, you know. So I mean, it's up to you how you want to deal with that. And maybe that is a better solution. Maybe you get a guy who at least you know what you're getting out of him, and then you can at least reliably set up your protections around that. Which I think was part of the problem with Atlanta is that. He didn't show them any dis, you know, disability to, to, to be a blocker. And then when it got to the game and all the game planning is done, he just completely falls apart. And it's like they're trying to makeshift you know, the blocking patterns and uh, you know, blocking schemes to, to try to mitigate that. It's not working. All right, let's go ahead and move on to special teams. Uh, three, kicker, yeah. punter, long snapper. Not much to talk about there, nope. really. <laughs> so the reason I want to do that, that gives us 27 with our offense in special teams leaving 26 guys open on defense. Uh, that'll just help us kind of cut down these numbers yeah. a little bit easier. Let's go ahead and start with the defensive ends. How many defensive ends do you have? Well, I have here listed 10, but I'm, I have to count to make sure because I okay. don't trust myself now. But I think I think it's, it is 10. Okay, 10 defensive linemen. How about defensive ends specifically? Because I have I've five. Got, I think, yeah, let me let me just list them for you. Because, okay. yeah, I, I've got Lawrence, Crawford, Taco, Randy, Armstrong, Tapper. How many is that? One, Lawrence, two, Gregory, Taco, Armstrong, Tapper, four, Crawford. Five, That's six. six. Yeah, six. And I got four defensive tackles. That's okay, and then your and then your four defensive tackles are Woods, Jones, Collins, and Price. Woods, Jones, Collins, and Price. So the uh, only one that I think could <laughs> potentially sneak in there is Jihad Ward, just because they <laughs> traded for him. Now, I don't think he beats out necessarily Brian Price. Uh, he's certainly not going to beat out Antoine Woods. Uh, one of the ones to kind of keep an eye on is Dayton Jones. I know he's going to miss the next couple weeks. 
is that a guy that they IR and then put uh, Jihad Ward in the active roster and then maybe flip them out halfway through the season? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Do you do you have any thoughts on their defensive tackles? I think that this, this is a spot that I would definitely be on the lookout for uh, some somebody outside of the organization coming in. I, know, I think I would look at like teams like Atlanta uh, or teams, uh, you know, like that run a similar scheme that are, that are deep in young talent there. Seattle, Seattle, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the uh, only two that I the feel charger, com- the Chargers, maybe right. you know, like the, the only two I feel comfortable saying are locks to make the roster are Malik Collins and Anton Woods, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, I would probably. I mean, if we're still considering Crawford a, a kind of swing guy, then yeah, right. absolutely, right. yeah. So that's 10 defensive linemen. Uh, that brings us up to 37 players. Let's go ahead and go to the linebackers. Uh, I've got the Cowboys keeping six linebackers. I know some people have them keeping seven. What do you have, Landon, for us? I think it ends up being six, but I'm, I've got these six, but I, I'm also throwing in the, uh, an A and a B. I, I think there's, there could also potentially be a trade in this group because I think that this group is so deep. I think you've got, I think you've got five starter level quality linebackers, easy. Um, you know, because I, and I think actually, except for LVE, you've got four guys who have started in the league. You know, just as yeah. recently as last year. So, um, and LVE is a first round pick talent. So I think yeah, you've got depth, a lot of depth there, and I think you could probably, and then beyond that, you've got. Another two guys who you feel pretty good about, March Lillard, who I think has just been really fantastic throughout OTAs, lulled a little bit early in training camp, but then just been strong his last few weeks. Uh, and then Covington, who unfortunately got uh, sick early on and has been like out with bronchitis for like basically a month of training camp. Um, so, you know, I, I think he's – but he's shown us some good stuff when he's been in there like, re- recently. And so I, I, I like the kid. I think – He's probably gonna not end up making the team because of that all that stuff, but I think that there's a spot for the practice squad for him. But you know, at the same time, there's also the opportunity that you know scenario B happens and someone like Damian Wilson gets traded. You know, and um, you know we 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 end up trading Wilson and then that make creates a spot for March Lillard and Covington. Right. Um, it this one for me is really going to depend on how. Leighton Van Resch is. Is he healthy enough to play week one? Because if they think he is, then maybe they would be open to trading Damian Wilson. What about even Joe Thomas? What if somebody offers you a mid-run pick for Joe Thomas? Are you telling them no? Probably. You would tell them no? Are you? I think so. I think Joe Thomas is important to this team right now. Because I think, you know, right now... That's your, that's your fifth linebacker, potentially. It's your fourth linebacker. Well, okay, I'm saying like Lee, Smith, Van Resch, and Damian Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I think if you wanted to talk about it a little bit later in the season before the trade deadline, but I'm not trading him before. I'm not trading him in the first few weeks. I need Thomas. I need Thomas to make me feel better about if Lee gets hurt. Until I think LVE is at a point where, uh, you know, I, I have to get them snap them snap on the field. I don't know if somebody offered me a fourth round pick for my fourth or fifth linebacker i'm not turning that down i mean i know take, i know take, Joe take wilson you know take i, I mean i guess like, my my thought process is that i think that i i don't have a problem doing it at some point but i i just think that at this point i need that stability in in the middle of my defense 
at, at least at the early part of this season where I, I don't feel like I have a lot of stability anywhere else. You know, right. like your linebacking crew is right now the most consistently great part of this defense. I mean, I think the defensive line has been good to great at times. The cornerbacks have been good to great at times. But the linebackers have been steadily very good from start to finish. So, And Joe Thomas has been a large part of that. So right. you, you're going to need to wow me early on if you want him. And if, you know, you should have got him on the free agent market. I know. Such a steal. I bet you Green Bay is really regretting uh, not re-signing him considering the injuries they've had at linebacker. And there's just a lot of teams in the league that just don't have two or three solid linebackers, and especially one that can play so well in nickel situations. All right, so we have 43 players so far, which gives us 10 spots left for the defensive backs. Before we dive into that, I want to tell you guys about FanDuel. The wait is nearly over. Football is almost here, and that means it's fantasy football season, and FanDuel has never been more fun or easier to play. If you're not a fantasy expert, then FanDuel is clearly the best place to play. FanDuel has something for everyone, and there are more ways to win than ever before. Don't believe us? How does this sound? This season, FanDuel is running a free $250,000 Survivor Contest. This is the biggest free Survivor Contest ever. Here is how it works. You pick one team each week. All they have to do is win, and you move on. Uh, You can't reuse that team again for the rest of the season. The picks lock before week one, so don't miss your chance and sign up now. To get into that contest, just go to FanDuel.com backslash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. New users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. Come play with me at FanDuel.com slash locked on. I said before I'm picking the Steelers in week one to beat the Bengals. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so let's go ahead and talk uh, about the uh, Cowboys secondary. Ten spots. How are you divvying these guys up? Well, again... (laughs) I think my math was wrong because I, I had I had undersold it. So I, I, I got to add a guy. Oh, ah, sorry. Uh, I was just commenting about how I was uh, scrambling because of this whole rearranging thing and that my count was wrong. Uh, we, so we have 10 spots left even after only – after taking six linebackers, right? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good now. Okay. He's adding it too. Because this is, you know – we, we, this is how much this changes. Is that like, <laughs> as I'm looking at this list, I, I'm like changing my mind, uh, and so I think that's that's. I had nine guys left in my defensive backfield, so I just want to make sure that that math, my math, was right. Because otherwise, I could easily add a guy to the quarterback spot. Um, while you're counting, do you want me to go ahead and get into my corner? Okay. Um, so I, you know, look. I, my thought process of the corner is that obviously Jones, Abuzier, Lewis, Brown. Um, I I went longer at corner um, because I think, again, like I, I think it's about 
you know, trying to keep talent. And I think that's where the talent is. Um, and I think, you know, you can use some of these guys to play safety in a pinch. I mean, obviously none of us love that, uh, but it's also not a permanent solution, you know? So if it needed to be a permanent solution, then I think you make a move and, you know, you get a guy, obviously. And I think they're still going to get a guy. Like, like I said, I've got five, I got six corners, um, so I, I the, two, the two guys at the end are Ward and White, um, and then at which I, I'm kind of surprised because I have not seen that much from Marcus White this year that makes me feel confident that he deserves to be on the roster. I you know I think that it to me I I think you just need bodies there. I think it's good always good to have have corners there, and I think White has shown me stuff in the past and has shown stuff. Uh, in training camp at times that, you know, but because he was buried on the death chart, just didn't, you know, make, move the needle too much. But I, I think that, you know, he's got a skill set that's really going to fit what uh, Richard wants in, to continue to get better. Um, and, and again, like, I guess it, I, I, I could be talked out of white if the idea is that you want to keep, five safeties and that fourth safety is is Robinson I guess because I I mean I think those guys have been equal in my eyes um but either way I think the 10 is the number uh I I, you know I think I tend to think that there's more talent on offense uh on on cornerback than there is at safety Uh, and I and I I would agree I, I I think that no matter what even if you keep four of these safeties, you're you still that means that you're keeping five. Like you got to add one more guy. I think uh, right, because so I, because I don't, I don't think Robinson is able to, be, to. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think if Woods can't play week one, I don't think you can go in with Heath Frazier and Robinson. You either need Heath Frazier and another guy, or Heath Frazier Robinson and another guy. This is what I guess right. So here's what I have. I've got Byron Chidobe. Uh, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, Javarius Ward. That's five. At safety, Jeff Heath, Xavier Woods, Kavon Frazier, Tyree Robinson, and Cam Kelly. Um, I oh, like Cam man. Kelly quite a bit. I, uh, really? Cam I Kelly say, has been terrible. Like I, I still like him. Uh, I, 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 there's a lot of friendly fire there at, at times, and he needs to play more under control. But there's just something about his game that I kind of like. Uh, but I will say this. After those top three of Heath, Woods, and Frazier – I, I think the next two very likely could be guys that they trade for or sign. Uh, I'm just I'm confident that they're going to go in the season with five safeties there, just because after Heath, there's nobody there that's 100% healthy, um, and I don't love any of the cornerbacks after Ward. I like I said I don't I'm not convinced that Marcus White deserves to be on the roster. Do you think? I think who's better? Who's I think better, Robinson or there. Ward? Uh, Ward. I mean, who's better, White or, or Robinson? I would probably say it's close. I mean, you're, uh, he- I you're, Tyree, you're hesitating. We're talking about the fourth play. safety at this point. That's my point. Right, I, is that these I guys think are Robinson not... has made more plays, but you need safety. But also, Rob- is Robinson going to be a, a deep safety guy for you? No, I think he's better when he's close. So, to the so my, my point is, is that like. Why is Robinson so much better that you got to keep him, give him a roster spot as opposed to just keep him on the street? Like, because that guy's a, because that guy's available on the street. 
because of the injuries at safety. Be, just because I don't know if you're going to be able to get through a game. Like, what if what if Kevon Frazier finds out he can't play? Like, what if you get to week one and he can't play? Well, first of all, I I, I don't think that's. I mean, he. I think he could have well, played. I think he could have played back here. But I, I, and that was you know that's also two weeks away from when he's going to be playing in a regular season game. So I, I mean, that hypothetical is valid, but it's I don't know that it's actually reality. And, and, and I, the other thing is, again, it goes back to this idea that I'm not going like out of my way to like keep less talented players because of a temporary injury situation. I don't know. If there's that big of a difference in talent, though. Like honestly, it is is a difference between Tyree Robinson and Marcus White that great? But no. But the difference is that I can play the, those cornerbacks a lot easier than I can play those safeties. I mean, I, you know, it's I, just I, it's hard for me to imagine a scenario in which Marquez White gets on the field this season, unless there is a huge rash of injuries. Yeah, but uh, on the same time, a guy like Marquez White actually has upside. Whereas I, does he I, I though? Because I, I don't feel like he does. I, I know people really like him, but I, maybe this is just me. I think he does. I think especially again, like with Richard, he does. And then uh, on top of that, I mean, just compared like the guys we're talking about, like those guys have shown nothing. Like Robinson has done a couple things here and there, but Cam Kelly. Like he was so bad at corner, they moved him back to safety so that he could be worse at safety. Like <laughs> no, I, I mean, he's been spot. terrible. I don't know if you ever that may be his best spot, but I mean, you know, safety may be my best spot, but I'm not good enough to be on the team. <laughs> like, I, I, like that's the thing is that I'm not keeping bad bad players in a position that I could go get someone equally fine off the street because I don't think I can necessarily go and sign uh, someone off the street that could be as good as Marquez White stepping in at, at cornerback. Because I think, you know, he's after being in our system for a while. Like, I, I don't know that that's necessarily I, – I hesitate a little bit more there. That's why I would rather keep more corners. And because I think you can, you're can you going to play those corners more than you're going to play those safeties. Okay. Let's go ahead and run through it really quickly. Uh, we're, we're way past our time, but that's okay. Uh, we have three quarterbacks, three running backs, six wide receivers, four tight ends, eight offensive linemen, 10 defensive linemen, five defensive ends, five defensive tackles, six linebackers, uh, 10 overall defensive backs. I have five corners and five safeties. You have six corners and four safeties and three specialists equals a 53-man roster. We will see how it all plays out. The Cowboys have to cut down to 53 men on Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, That's typically the day where you'll see a bunch of trades happening Uh, It's going to be a a ton of news coming out on that Saturday. But that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today.